The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king God made me punch in accurate numbers My castle won't crumble What I tackle will fumble I've been a leader when they ain't see it But now my feet is up According to me royalty didn't end with King Tut Crown on my head, clouds is at my legs Big says sky is the limit I look down on the ledge I push the bar like I'm opening the cell Hands in my cookie jar You won't come out with a single nail I need all of mine The weight of my shoulders won't fit on a scale What's a king to a giant? Well, Goliath fell even if we playing chess, dog, this king can't be checked. I make all my moves on the board. I invented my steps. Uh-huh. I'm a king, the blood of a ruler. I feel like Mansa Musa. Make your squad disappear like landing by the Bermuda. Triangle, look at it from my angle. I'm a king, the closest things to being one of God's angels. Yeah. I'm a king. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I put in extra work that just can't be found. I took the sword out the stone, wasn't a thing. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king king. Look me in my eyes cause I'm a king Yeah yeah, good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night This is the Code of Conduct with the King Podcast I am your host, Jay Spence the King And hey, man it's not a Victory Tuesday (laughs) It's not a Victory Tuesday, regardless of all the crap that all of us talked, including me, on this show, on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, in the streets of Phoenix, in the streets of Buffalo. I'm sure everybody that was in Tennessee talked major crap. Um, I text Kristen last night. She's at she was at the game, uh, K Gun, and she's like, she's like, man, I'm so mad. We talk so much stuff out here, and they they won. <laughs> so I understand, man. Everybody is. Uh, I'm sure everybody doesn't really know how to feel yet. Um, so it's. <sighs> Got to process it. Got to process it. But I tell you what, it's weird. Normally, I get really upset and beat up about these things. I I, uh, I hate I hate when the game <laughs> I hate when the games go like this. But look, we weren't going to go undefeated. We weren't going to go undefeated. And and despite what we feel like, <laughs> despite how good we feel like we are, there's other teams in the NFL, and you play. Every week, because regardless of what it looks like on paper, somebody can win. And last night, the Tennessee Titans had our number. <laughs> the Tennessee Titans had our number. And I'm going to just tell you, I'm going to get right into it. But before I do, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to talk about a couple other things first. But 
I'm gonna just tell you, the Tennessee Titans had our number, and uh, they had some they had some things that I don't feel like I don't feel like they they built a blueprint to beat it. So, for instance, in the playoffs, I feel like you know the Bills kind of set a blueprint against Lamar Jackson. You know, um, it's it just it, I don't think that's what happened with the Bills. I don't think it's like, okay, well, now we figured out how to stop Josh and we figured out how to, it's not what happened. Um, You know, Derrick Henry busted open a, first of all, first of all, can I just, can we just take a moment and just acknowledge how much of a beast this guy is and how amazing Derrick Henry is? I know he plays for the other team. I know he's not our running back. And this show is about the Buffalo Bills. I get that. I get that. But. Let me just tell you how dope Derrick Henry is. Let me let me just tell you. Derrick Henry is literally the guy that you create on Madden when you make him 6'9", and then you put all his ratings up to 99. Like, that's exactly what he is. And for him to be that big and that fast, like the first run, granted, there was a hold. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it looked like um, Jordan Poyer was being held, or if it wasn't Poyer, I, I saw from one angle, it looked like, um Trey White was being held on the other so the thing is okay the referees won't always see that they won't always see that and what will end up happening is you get something like Derek busting the 75 yard run for a touchdown on us it's not going to happen every week that's not going to happen every week the interception that Josh threw that got it's not going to happen every week um Josh is playing lights out and what we saw from Josh Allen last night is still real deal stuff we're going to get through all of it. But Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry was something last night, man. And look, there was a lot of people, obviously, again, he plays for the other team. So we don't really want to acknowledge, you know, he wasn't killing us. I, I literally had somebody tweet me. I said, man, Derrick Henry's killing us. And they're like, yeah, you take out that 175 yarder and then you turn that into a 20 yarder. And he only has 70 yards for 14 carries. And I'm like, newsflash, uh, 70 yards on 14 carries. He's, averaging five yards a carry and he had like that's still awesome like the dude is the dude is not a bad running back by any means and he's like the best in the league currently because Christian McCaffrey is injured and when Christian McCaffrey comes back he's he's only second best by a little bit by a little bit Derrick Henry is an amazing running back I want to take the time out because it has been a lot of slander it's been a lot of slander and last week I talked a lot of crap I got to come on here and and apologize to all my Tennessee Titan people, all my crew out there in Nashville. I I dogged y'all. I did. I dogged y'all. I said the Bills was going to just dog walk y'all. Yesterday morning, I woke up and had victory morning thoughts before we even played the game. (laughs) It was was wild. So I'm telling you, Derrick Henry did that for y'all. Derrick Henry did that. And A.J. Brown, he showed up. A.J. showed up for y'all because... You know, going into this game, I thought basically, well... My my key to victory for for the Titans was control the clock. Derrick Henry had to go off. And if Derrick Henry was able to kind of do what no other team in the league has been able to do this year against the Bills, which is really successfully run the ball, that they had a chance. Now, I didn't think that was likely because we've held him in check. Three games, all three games that we've played him under Sean McDermott, we've kept we've kept him in check and they've known what to do with him. That first touchdown. It's not something that's going to happen every week. You're not going to face Derrick Henry every week. And then even if you were to face Derrick Henry every week, I promise you Derrick Henry's not going to do what he did, but damn it, he did it. 
<laughs> damn it, he did it. And it was, <sighs> it was crazy. That dude is insane. That dude is insanely good. So, you know, shout out to Derrick Henry. Shout out to the Tennessee Titans. Y'all got it. Y'all earned it. But y'all, I will tell you, y'all a little something arrogant. Some of them, you know, like y'all, y'all, y'all got me messed up. Y'all finally get the right call down there. The, the referees finally got the right call with the forward pass, the illegal forward pass. You know, what are we, what are we doing? Y'all that cocky that y'all think, oh, let's go ahead and hit the Music City Miracle 2.0 on these boys. Nah. No, y'all won the game, but come on. We ain't, come on. Let's get some more respect for that. I was hoping that Josh came out there and smacked fire from y'all after that. Because that was ridiculous. Are y'all kidding me? All right. No, before I get on to the Bills side of the game, because I want to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. It's going to be fun. But first, my dog, my dog is free. My dog was released by the Houston Texans. All I'm going to say is bring Roberts home. Bring Andre Roberts home. Like, come on, let's, let's not even, let's not even, uh, let's not waste no time with this thing. I don't know. He's a seasoned veteran. So I don't know if he even has to clear waivers or if he's free to sign with whoever he wants. I don't know what the heck the deal is. I haven't looked at it. The news came out pretty much right before the game. Then I had to work today. So I, I haven't even been all up on it. I haven't been all up on it, but I'm going to tell you, bring my dog home. I'm not even looking at the comments on this because I could care less what people think. Oh, well, Spence, Isaiah McKenzie had a good game last night. And he if it wasn't for that holding call, he would have won a game for us with a touchdown. And he's. Yep. Yep. But for all those people who were yelling at me about stats all season. Now look at his stats. Look at look at where Isaiah McKenzie is with the rest of the league. I'm not mad at Isaiah McKenzie. Me asking for Andre Roberts to come back is no diss against McKenzie. It's no diss against Stevenson. I think Stevenson is going to be a great returner for us or somebody in this league one day. And hopefully that day is next season. Because this season, I hope and pray to God that we bring my dog back. You bring Andre Roberts back. No, he hasn't had the best season down there in, in Houston. But who's having a good season down there in Houston? Like, who who's having any type of decent season down there in Houston right now. Name one player who's having a decent year. And then we can talk when, when you're on a bad team. You might have a guy that obviously somebody has to lead the, the team in tackling. <laughs> somebody has to lead the team in interceptions. Somebody has to. Yeah, somebody does. But that team isn't good. And we saw it. We saw it when we went and destroyed them. We destroyed them. So now, granted, I wish Tyrod would have been there when when they came to Buffalo, but we destroyed them. So we saw what type of team the Texans are. Bring my dog home. Bring my dog home. Isaiah McKenzie still is is questionable with the decision making. The one the one that got called back touchdown all day. He's dynamic with the ball in his hands. It's the mental aspect of it. There was there was one kickoff that. He caught it. It got smacked immediately. A couple punt returns that one that he had a fair catch on that he could have really ran it on. One that he had some space that was like, uh, he has space and and just didn't do it. Just didn't do it. This ain't about this and Isaiah McKenzie. Bring my dog home. Bring Andre Roberts home. 
Yeah. Let's do that. Bring them home. And I don't need to, I won't extend them. I won't do the, the whole thing like last year. I don't need to be extending Andre Roberts, but bring him home for this season. Let's get the Super Bowl. Let's take away the one weakness that our team has. Well, second weakness that our team has. I'm going to talk about that weakness uh, real quick. And But bring my dog home. Can we bring my dog home? Bring Andre Roberts back to Buffalo. Do it, Brandon. Do it, Sean. McDiddy, you already know, man. You already know. If it was about money, if it was about money, now it's not about money. He's got it. Bring him back. Bring him back. Let's do this. Let's do this. When you have the opportunity to have, granted, he's not playing like an elite. I just went there. I just talked about that. This season, the stats, I'm not even worried about it. You bring, we know what Andre Roberts is. We've, we've seen him. He's made it to the Pro Bowl with our team couple times you bring Andre Roberts back you bring Andre Roberts back now another weakness my man Levi was getting cooked man my man Levi was getting cooked now I've been on I've been on his side for a lot of stuff I'm like look he's doing exactly what the team wants him to do they give up what they give up in between the 20s this was last season this year the defense has been playing lights out so we really haven't even had this discussion about how the defense what they give up what they don't give up because they've they've been real stingy all season they've been selfish as hell when it comes to yardage they've been selfish with points they've been selfish with everything last night was the first time that we really saw levi get tested this year but when you're going up against aj brown and when you're going up against julio jones it's easy to get tested it's easy to get tested. And can I just say that Julio Jones, for all of those naysayers talking about Julio um, was washed. I, I remember over the summer when free agents, when it was time for him to pick another team, everybody didn't want him in Buffalo. Granted, we don't need him in Buffalo. So that's not the argument. But can we not act like he's washed? I, I don't I don't know what's up. Frank got at me on Twitter t- trying to be tough. Like, if you don't think that Julio, look, Frank, I love you. I love all my super fans in Buffalo. But if you think Julio's washed, nobody's saying that Julio is is the guy that he was. Nobody thinks he's prime Julio. But Julio not washed. And we saw that last night. He made a couple of amazing plays, man. And I'm going to just tell you, if if Tannehill really could fling that thing around like people want to say that he can, he can't. But if he could fling that thing around, Julio was still, Julio's still dangerous. A.J. Brown is dangerous as well. And we saw with Levi Wallace, he struggled. He struggled. They got separation. Um, he wasn't able to really tackle well. It, it was just some things that I saw with Levi that, that had me a little bit concerned. <sighs> but it's one game out of, you know, we're four and two. Going into the bye week, can we really be mad? Yeah, I, granted, we can be mad because we lost. Everybody wants to be five and one right now. Everybody wants to be six and oh right now. I still ask the question every single week, how the hell did we lose to Pittsburgh? So, yeah, no, I absolutely I, I get people being upset, but can we be upset for real? We're foreign to the team. The team still looks very good. There were things that happened last night in that game that just don't typically happen. And if it takes that to beat the Buffalo Bills, I feel real good about the rest of the schedule. If, if it takes that type of effort, if it takes those type of plays, it takes those type of calls to beat the Buffalo Bills now. I'm used to it being that the Buffalo Bills had to always find a way to win. Now I'm I'm understanding that other teams have to find a way to beat us. 
That's insane for me. As a fan, that's crazy. I've been a Bills fan my entire life, and it's like, no, it ain't always been. <laughs> it hasn't always been like that. And Joe made mention of it yesterday. When they uh, Buffalo Rumlings put together like a like a discussion or a panel with all the uh, podcasters and and everything. Like Big Newt, my dog Big Newt was on there. Um, Jamie, D, like just just the whole Buffalo Rumlings crew that's normally not on YouTube. And and you know he made mention of it last night, and it's like. I'm just saying, just saying, let's, let's move on a little bit. Um, I talked a little bit about Derrick Henry with good reason. He is a beast and he is a man among boys on that field. Ridiculous, right? Ridiculous. Let me tell you something. He, he, he destroyed us. He destroyed us. However, did y'all see my dog Tremaine Edmonds do his damn job last night? Did y'all see Tremaine Edmonds do his job last night? That look, I've been I've been talking about bodies all like this all season. I've been talking about how he's been playing great all season. Y'all can go back and watch that game. I don't want to see no slander about my dog Tremaine Edmonds, about my guy Tremaine Edmonds. I don't want to see zero, none, none. And matter of fact, I need Brandon Bean to do the damn thing and back the Brinks truck back up to one Bills drive. OK, I need you all to do, get this extension done. Forget the fifth year option that you all did. Y'all have Bills fans over the summer talking about, oh, he shouldn't get. What you mean? What you mean? He shouldn't get the fifth year option. What the hell are you talking about? And that it, it, Brandon, do it. Back the truck up. Get my man Tremaine his dough. Get him his dough. Like, come on. Year four, 23 years old, and he's just out there doing it. Dude, there was a couple times that Henry ran to him straight and tried to stiff arm with Tremaine. Tremaine stuck him by himself a couple times. Tremaine was sticking people all around the field a couple times. You know, you know that Tremaine was balling when you got normal, typical Tremaine haters in the media out there like, yo, Tremaine Edmonds stuck that dude. I saw it. I saw it. And I know y'all saw it. So I ain't going to hear no more slander about my guy. I'm not going to do it. And speaking about slander about my guy, I don't see it in in Bill's Mafia much. But I'm going to tell you, all around the league, if y'all don't start paying attention and and giving my man Jordan Poyer some damn respect, if he don't get an all-pro bid this year, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? My dog Jordan Poyer came out this season and was like, you know what? Forget the games. (laughs) Forget the games. I'm about to just show y'all what it's like. He got trucked. He got <laughs> he got trucked by he got trucked by Henry, but I feel like a lot of people on the team get trucked by Henry, or a lot of people around the league get trucked by Henry. I was uh, I have a group chat with with two of my guys, and I was in there, and it was like, "Yo, Poyer had a, did a great job, and you know, good solid tackling on that one play, but he sure got trucked by Henry." And I'm like, "Dude, I think there's only like five people in the league who won't get trucked by Derrick Henry, and one of them is Tremaine Edmonds, Aaron Donald." You know, like there's a couple guys in the league, and yeah, I'm I'm putting Tremaine. I'm not putting him on the same level of play as Aaron Donald. But it, come on, man, y'all saw y'all saw Tremaine. But if we don't give Jordan Poyer his respect, all pro, he's been playing lights out all season, and I, I'm tired of hearing about it, man. I'm tired of I'm tired of hearing about the disrespect that we get in Buffalo. As far as that, that's the only level of disrespect that I still think happens, because I don't I don't see the disrespect that a lot of Bills fans think that we get. 
I don't. We got we got pretty much most or second most primetime games in the league this year. We have you know nothing but national media attention on Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and the defense, and everybody just loves the team. Everybody loves the team. They love Sean McDermott. He has this charismatic personality. He's humble and hungry, and and Brandon Bean is is charismatic and handsome. You know, so you got all of this stuff. The media loves us. We can stop saying that we're disrespected. We're not disrespected. We're not disrespected at all. I need y'all to understand we're here, okay? And that loss last night, all the negative stuff that you're hearing, the Nick Wright slander and all that, it's what happens because now we're the team that when I'm telling you, in New England, when Tom Brady was there and they lost a game or they started the season off slow, go back and, and like just look through the articles from, from his last year in New England. <laughs> go back and look at those articles from when they weren't quite playing well and they were trying to inch games out. New England fans weren't happy, man. It's not just the Bills fan base, okay? So uh, around the league, people were dragging that team and like, oh, they're, they're not going to figure out this year. They don't have the roster. They don't this. They don't that. Right now, everybody's going in on the Chiefs. Everybody's going in on the Chiefs. They're talking about they're talking about Patrick Mahomes the same way they were talking about Josh Allen. He's making these errant throws. He's he's playing hero ball and he shouldn't do this. And he's good for one of these a game. He's they're they're talking about him now. He has 15 interceptions in his last 15 games. That's not an MVP. The only one that still seems to love him the way that he did was Nick Wright. But everybody else is like, yo, I don't know. This is a year of regression. It doesn't look like the Chiefs are as good as they were. I don't see disrespect around the league. I don't. I, I see nothing but love for the Buffalo Bills. But the area of disrespect is that Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde do not get the nods that they deserve. They do not get the nods that they deserve. Yeah, they got a pro bowl out of it, all this stuff. All pro. All pro. Forget the forget the uh I don't care about them being popular. That's the Pro Bowl to me. Yeah, it's cool. Because I use that for Tremaine. Like, he's young. He's made the Pro Bowl. He has numbers. But it's not the all pro. All pro. My man Jordan Poyer, all pro. Micah Hyde, all pro. You can interchange those two in this conversation. But right now, I want to talk about my dog, Jordan Poyer. There's no reason. There's no reason for the last few years. There's no reason why he didn't get that recognition. He needs it this year. He needs it this year. And if he don't get it, we riot. That's where I'm at with it. That's where I'm at with it. Moving on. Can I, um, can I go on a record and say that I'm proud of coach McDiddy? He got a lot of criticism, uh, criticism, uh, on the internet and everywhere that people could criticize him. Um, and, and some people were saying that it was a dumb call to put the ball in Josh's hands on, on the goal line instead of taking the points to go to overtime. That's not what I see. I saw a couple of things. Yes, we obviously could have gone to overtime and we obviously could have tried to win the game in overtime and it would have been different. True. That is absolutely true. He could have made a different decision that could have forced a different outcome. The thing that I like about this is, first of all, I don't know how Bills fans who lived through the years of Doug Marone, I don't know how Bills fans who lived through just any of the stuff that we've lived through, I don't understand how any Bills fan can be upset now that Sean McDermott is being aggressive. Early on in his coaching career here in Buffalo, 
He wasn't as aggressive. Then he started to trust the analytics, and he's like, well, fourth down, we're going for it. Fourth and go, we're going for it. And then you also have a, a plus $200 million man on your roster uh, in Josh Allen. You have your franchise guy. So now you have a franchise quarterback who's, first of all, I believe I saw a stat last night that for his career, he's like 13, before last night, he was 13 and 14 on fourth and one conversions like that. And then the only time that he didn't get it was a botched fumble. So typically Josh is money. Typically Josh is money. The analytics, the stats, all that good stuff that people love to throw out there. Oh, look at the stats. Josh is money. You make that call 10 times out of 10, Sean. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. And for all the people that's questioning you, Sean, don't worry about it. We got your back. That was a great call. And I would hope that you would do that again and again and again. I hope that you would keep doing that. Put the ball in your guys' hands. Trust this team. We have a team full of studs. We got Stephon Diggs. We got Emmanuel Sanders. We got Josh Allen. We got, you know what I mean? Like, we got that. We got that. So granted, it would have been nice to go to overtime. It would have been nice to possibly hopefully get the coin flip first and receive the ball and Josh Allen go down and throw it to Diggs or Beasley for a touchdown and we win the game. That would have been perfect. However, that's not the cards that we were dealt. You give Josh Allen the ball. You give Josh Allen the ball in that situation 10 times out of 10. Josh, You saw what Josh Allen did for us in Dallas. You saw what he did. Fumble, pick the fumble up, rush through it. It's probably 80% of Buffalo's favorite Josh Allen play. Every time I post, oh, what's your favorite Josh Allen moment? That play gets multiple times. The hurdle probably will overtake that this year, the Air Allen logo. But, but that Dallas game, everybody loved that game because of that moment. Oh, this is why I remember on the broadcast. This is why people love Josh Allen. This is why his teammates will play for Josh Allen because he does stuff like this. People will run through a wall for Josh Allen. Yeah. So in situations like this, fourth and goal or fourth and one with the game on the line with 30 seconds to go, you put the ball in Josh Allen's hands. So Sean McDermott, I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you for that. Don't let anybody take that away. Don't let anybody take that away. Now, the one thing I, I I do question, hindsight is 2020. AJ Epinesa was was inactive. Boogie Basham was inactive. We could not get pressure on the quarterback last night. Tennessee Titans being a team that gave up the most sacks and the most pressures on Ryan Tannehill. Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, I can't talk. I'm sorry. Um, and we couldn't even get to him. It looked a lot like last season. It looked a whole lot like last season where we would just, you know, we we led the league last year, I believe, in, in QB pressures. And, like, there was a stat out there that, that drove me nuts because they're like, oh, the team, the Bills are actually very good at getting pressure on a quarterback. And I'm like, yeah, to me, getting pressure on a quarterback actually means disrupting the play. Last night, we saw a lot of that. We saw Jerry in the backfield a lot. Like, I saw 55 running, <laughs> just not getting to Tannehill. I saw... um you know, I, I saw a group trying to make some plays. I saw I saw a lot that was good. I'm not I'm not discouraged about last night's game. There's not even so so normally I even I, I, Bruce and I were talking. Bruce, Joe, and and I were talking, and I'm like, is it bad and weird that I'm not even upset? Like I don't even feel emotional about this game. 
And Bruce is like, no, not at all. But see, Bruce always, I, I call, I call Bruce Morpheus because <laughs> I don't think Bruce, like, you know, I don't think Bruce even has feelings if it's not his wife or his dog <laughs> or his mom, you know, like those, those things outside of his, um, his care bubble. He's Morpheus. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't, I don't see him really. Yeah. But for me, I don't, I don't quite. I normally get very upset about stuff like this. And I don't know if it's the fact that now I'm doing a podcast and um, all the stuff that I talk about on the regular would kind of put in question how we um, how we view things or what's going on. You know, but look, <laughs> man, man. Heading into the bye week, right? So we're heading into the bye week. Um. I feel like this is a good a good point to go into the bye week. Four and two, you go in there with an L, so you're not going on going in riding high. You go in there and they're pissed off, and you got two weeks to sit on that thing. You got two weeks. I think Josh is gonna come out and be motivated. I think Diggs is gonna come out and be motivated. The defense, damn sure, gonna be motivated after leading the league and in, in points given up. Now to come out and give up thirty plus point, I think I think they're gonna be motivated. And then and then we're facing some teams that aren't you know that aren't considered too good coming out of the out of the break. So I think I think this is gonna do something similar to what the Kansas City not the Kansas City Chiefs the um, Arizona Cardinals game last year did for us. The Hell Murray play, we got to see the team get motivated from that going this run, not lose another game into the AFC Championship. Do something like that. Now, I do think we'll probably lose maybe two more games this year. Um, one of those games is kind of going to be a trap. It'll be one of those games that you would think, oh, we're supposed to dominate this team. They're going to get us. The other one I think is is pretty likely. We we can beat them, but I think it's pretty likely that that other L might come from Tampa. Now, we can also beat them. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if the Bills go 14-3 and three or 13-4. and four. I would not be shocked in the slightest. I think that we have a great team. We have a great team. So, I, I don't know. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Um, Spencer Brown. Spencer looked like a rookie last night. A couple weeks in a row now, you know, it's been high praises for him. We've been talking a lot, whole lot about him. whole lot about him. And we should. He's a great player. He's been playing phenomenally. He's been doing a lot of good things for the Buffalo Bills. A lot of good things for the Buffalo Bills. Last night, he looked like a, he looked like a rookie. It was a big moment. And that's okay. I think I think because he's so big and, and physically gifted, I think we forget he's a rookie. Like the guy is probably the biggest dude on the field. Um, like last night, he probably was the biggest dude on the field outside of Derrick Henry and Star. <laughs> and I think he's bigger than Star. The dude is the dude is he's amazing. He's going to be amazing for us for a long time. But that offensive line in general didn't play as well as I would have liked them to play. Um, the Titans were getting pressure on Josh Allen throughout the night. That last play of the game, I don't know if everybody went back to watch it or if everybody got a chance to really see it. Um, but first, I need Josh Allen to follow the play. I need Josh to stop doing this thing where he wants to go left and he wants to do this. He wants to do it. If he would have went right behind Mitch Morris, it, he would have picked it up. Mitch, Mitch picked that up. But the thing is, Dion, Dion got worked on that last play. If you go back and watch it from the snap, Dion lost ground, immediately got pushed back, got pushed into Josh. So Josh trying to go left on that line, there was nowhere for him to go. So even if Josh didn't slip, 
Josh slipped. That was the reason why he didn't get the yards. But if Josh didn't slip and he still tried to go left like that, it was over. It was over. They got penetration so quick. So quick. So the offensive line didn't quite play as well. Feliciano. Mm. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I saw some takes. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm ready to jump on that on that side of it yet, but I'm going to tell you it's very close. I saw some takes where people were talking about, hey, Brandon, we're right in front of the trade deadline. Try to find some guard help. I don't know if I'm mad at that. I don't know if I'm mad at that. What I saw from Feliciano um, and what I've seen from him this season hasn't been encouraging by any means. Like, I get it, you know, in the past, it's like, oh, we love that dog mentality that he brings, and he's he's this, he's that. We do. But I don't think that that's what we – I don't think this season and, and really last – I don't think that that's what we're getting from Mongo. I just don't think that that's what we're getting from Mongo anymore. And um, it's okay. It's okay. In the NFL, in the NFL, you know, it's not likely that guys play at that type of high level or, or it's not likely that they do it for an extended period of time. It's not. If you look at the averages on things, like when you look at certain people, it's like, oh, he's great. <laughs> I don't think anybody ever thought Feliciano was like, you know, a Hall of Fame guard. I don't think that's how we view him. You know, I think I think he's a, a good guard and he came in at a time where our offensive line was abysmal. He came in at a time where our offensive line was completely horrendous. So the upgrade that we got from the time. You know. Yeah, everything's better than playing Brian Winters, you know, like every everything is better than playing. Brian. Throw me out there, coach. Brian Winters. He he Brian Winters is the offensive line equivalent to Kelvin Benjamin. Like that guy is so buns. Just buns. Absolute just buns. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I gotta stop. I, Cause I, I I talk about players. I shouldn't talk about because I can't do anything that they do. <laughs> but Brian Winters was buns. Just absolute buns. Speaking of buns, can I talk about Baker for a minute? I know this is a bill show. Let me Outside, of, why are they wasting my dog? So Saturday on the chop up, me and Sterling, Sterling and I had this conversation that we got a little bit of backlash about, but we don't care. Why are they wasting Odell Beckham Jr.'s career out there, man? Like, y'all could y'all could talk about injuries, y'all could talk about his off field stuff that he really don't have. There's like literally zero off field issue, no issues with Odell Beckham Jr. He's not the diva. You don't hear any of his teammates really talking about him in a negative manner. They're wasting my guy's career out there because Baker cannot put the ball on him. Baker just can't get him the ball. And he's open. He's open. Two weeks in a row, Baker hasn't been able to lead his team to a victory. I, I, I just don't know. I don't know. Now, I'm happy for the Arizona Cardinals. You know, the Arizona Cardinals are here. I'm here in Arizona, so I get to see them. I love those guys. Love those guys. But I don't think their record says it now. Um, You know, they they've won some impressive games. They've beat they've beat teams with decent records. EJ and I got into not a debate, but we, we had this little back and forth about it. He thinks that they're the best team in the NFL after last night's loss. I can't even debate them now. We were supposed to beat the Titans. We didn't beat the Titans. 
Arizona played and beat everybody who was put in front of them. You play the schedule that's provided. You can't. You, I hate that argument too. But they didn't play nobody. We didn't create the schedule. The Cardinals didn't create the schedule. But the Cardinals did go out and win six times. The Bills lost twice. So I can't argue that. I'm not going to argue that. The Bills are not the best team in the league right now. Very close to it. It's okay. It's okay. But, but man, the Browns. Baker needs a running game. And now both of his, his great running backs are injured. He needs superstar receivers. He needs great tight ends. Yeah, Josh Allen has that stuff now. And actually, he doesn't even have the running game. He doesn't even have the running game. You gave Josh Allen, and I, I say this so much. I know y'all probably tired of hearing this on the Code of Conduct. You give Josh Allen the type of weapons that Baker has had since year one. And I don't care what none of y'all say. The, the accuracy that we saw, those numbers, he probably wouldn't be throwing 70%. But he, he damn sure wouldn't have been 58%. You give him Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry his rookie year or his second year. You give him... Uh, David and Joku, and you give him Kareem Hunt. Come on, man. You give him Nick Chubb. Come on, man. And then DPJ, Peoples Jones. Lights out. That kid is that kid's a good receiver. You give you give Josh those type of weapons, and in the fourth quarter, you know Josh Allen's gonna come through. Like last night. Every, nobody in Buffalo thought that we were going to lose that game because we're, we're so used to Josh Allen. Like I said, he's money in those situations, especially fourth and one, short like that. He's money. So the fact that, okay, now he has one on his resume where he didn't do it. Okay, Josh didn't do it. But for the most part, he, a couple years ago, he led the league in fourth quarter comebacks. He Like Josh is really that dude. Baker don't have it. Baker don't have it. And... It's sad, man. It's sad. They're wasting Odell Beckham Jr.'s career. I'm going to tell you, he, he's, next season, he's going to make somebody a great slot receiver. And I pray and hope to God that somehow uh, when when Beasley decides to leave Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo because of all the fans that boo at him, I hope the Bills take a look at him for the slot. I know. I know in the comments, y'all don't like it. He's on my wall. That's my guy. He's He's the only player on this wall that's not a Buffalo Bill that's playing football. I got Magic Johnson being guarded by Michael Jordan up there, too. That's what I got on my wall. But Odell Beckham is on my wall. That's my guy. I have an Odell Beckham Browns jersey. I have an Odell Beckham uh, uh, Giants jersey. The way I love Cam, I love Odell even more. I would absolutely, it would be a dream come true for Odell Beckham Jr. to play in Orchard Park and put on the Buffalo Bills helmet. He, we already know he looks good in those colors. <laughs> we already saw him for years look good in those colors. And you give him an actual good quarterback? Come on, man. He started his career off with Eli Manning. Spence, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Won two Super Bowls. Beat Tom Brady. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to get into that discussion because I don't see him as a great quarterback. I never did. His brother, Peyton? Yeah. Eli? Nah. I don't think he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's He's a Hall of Fame quarterback because... You know, of how things go, political side of things and all that stuff. You 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 put it play up against people. He's not a Hall of Fame guy. He's definitely not a Hall of Fame guy. But Odell Beckham put up numbers with Eli. He put up numbers with Eli. He gets out to Cleveland, and you mean to tell me that what he's just not good? 
that all that talent just goes out the window? No. What happens is now you got a guy that can't get you the ball. You got a guy that when he throws it to you because you're four yard, you have four yards of separation on a defender. He throws it and hits the defender in the back of the helmet. That's the quarterback that they have out there in Cleveland. You have Odell Beckham Jr. open in the end zone. And you throw it and you hit the back of his foot. Moving on, because people, people, man, y'all wasting Odell Beckham Jr.'s career. And y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. Should be ashamed of yourselves. Bring Andre Roberts home. <laughs> Bring Andre Roberts home. Let's talk a little bit about, um, I want, to, I want to talk a little bit about expectations for the remainder of the year. So we're coming off the bye, and we still have pretty much the easiest strength of schedule. You know, so according to all, according to everywhere, we have the easiest strength of schedule. We should absolutely be able to come out and go on a run, and we should do all this stuff. What are your expectations? Do we think that the Bills are going to run through the schedule? Do we think it's a couple more losses? Do we think that is, you know, what, what do we think? I think that... Um, Anybody who is overly confident right now, I don't think that it's a bad thing. Over the weekend, I had this whole thing. I'm not going to be humble no more. Forget being humble and hungry. I'm not going back. (laughs) We lost. It is what it is. It took a lot for them to beat us. They beat us. Give them their flowers while they can smell them. Because I want to smell the flowers in February. And I think that we have the team to do it this year. So I'm I'm not doubting my guys one bit. I'm not doubting the Buffalo Bills one bit. Stephon Diggs, I'm not doubting him one bit. People are talking about his stats not being what they were. We saw him last night. We saw him last night. We saw Cole Beasley get back into the mix. We saw Beasley get back into the mix. The running game still left a lot to be desired. Still left a lot to be desired. And um, they've been playing well the last couple weeks, but Man, they didn't look good last night. They didn't look good last night. Now, Devin Singletary started the game off pretty good. He broke a couple good runs, but I don't know. I don't know if it's scheme. I don't know. Every week we ask the same questions about the running game. Is it scheme? Is it is it the players? Is it this? Is it that? We're going to have to have a running game we can depend on when we get to the playoffs because you're going to face teams like the Titans. You're going to face teams like the Titans. I said this last season. Yeah, Josh Allen's great. He's having an MVP type year. Josh Allen's awesome. He's having an MVP type year. But when you get to the playoffs, you got to run the ball against good teams because they know how to stop runs or they know how to stop the air. They might not stop Josh, but they're going to contain him a little bit. So we're going to have to be able to run the ball when they know. That's all I kept saying last year. And everybody's like, Spencer, you're crazy. You're nuts. You're going to. Say throw the ball, or you're going to say run the ball when Josh is playing like this? I'm not saying run it all day. I'm saying run it when Josh is having a bad day, or run it when we're up and they know we're going to run it and we still want to run it. We can't do that right now. We can't do that right now. Did you see Derrick Henry last night? Now, that's a whole different level. That's a whole different level. Derrick Henry is not... Derrick Henry is not what we have on this roster. It would be so nice to have a Derrick Henry on this roster. But we 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 hurting. We hurting. 
We are absolutely hurting, and I don't um, I don't know what we're gonna do. I don't know what we're gonna do. I hope Dawson Knox is okay. He has a hand injury, um, so I don't know what. And again, I didn't get a chance to kind of like go through everything today while I was at work, but um, hopefully his hand is fine. It looks like it looks like he hit Sweeney on the head too hard during the, the touchdown celebration and um and hurt his hand. And uh, there was a clip there where to show Josh like actually waving off the the attempt. He didn't want that touchdown, um, the two point conversion. He didn't want that play called because he knew that Dawson's hand was hurting. But still got the completion. Still got a little uh. Bill's Mafia is special there instead of the Philly special. Um, I guess we can call it the town special. People in Buffalo all of a sudden calling the city the town. Don't get it. I've never called that in my life. It's always been Buffalo. It's been the city. But cool. Cool. I don't know what we're going to do with the running game, though. I don't know what we're going to do. We we got to do something. We got to do something. Don't know. I'm going to take a quick moment to shoot out, shout out. These just in case bags, you know what I'm saying? We got a couple of them. Got one for the ladies too. Got one for the ladies. Got one for the fellas. Look, these things are everything that you need. These things are everything that you need for, uh, you know, freshening up after work. You got a little, uh, you know, you go into the gym. You want to freshen up because you got somewhere to go. Take a quick shower. You got everything you need in there at the gym. Um, or hey, little sneaky link, getting up unexpectedly. You don't realize that you're gonna get up with somebody. Grab it. Has everything you need in there. Just in case bags.net. You want to go and check it out. I'm telling you, they got they got good stuff in there. They have everything that you need from toothbrush, clone, all the other things. Unfortunately, I, I thought I had all my uh, stuff loaded up. It's in the chop up. So I wasn't able to to, uh, to show all the, the clips and stuff, everything in here. But you got to get it. Just in case bags.net. I'm telling you, I love I love them. I love them. Got a do-rag for guys like me that normally do the braids. I got the thing pulled out right now. I got the little man bun going on. Got the man bun going on. But typically, I had a braids going. So that way, you know, got to tie that thing down. Got to tie it down. Man. Bye week. It's a bye week. It's okay. So I want y'all to know, we about to end this thing out a little bit early. Um, But I just want y'all to know, it's okay. It's okay. Going into the bye week, it's 100% okay. It's 100% okay. We're going to be good. We're going to be good. Listen, I love y'all. Take care of each other and live in peace. As always, stay positive, test negative. Go build. Go build.